Welcome to the Sacred Identity Podcast, a healing space for Black films of all experiences to grow, learn, and heal. We are decolonizing our minds, our bodies, and our spirits, and I am so glad to have you here on this journey. Thank you for tapping in. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Sacred Identity Podcast. I am your host, Katora. And this is another episode of the Hey Sis, Let's Chat series. Um, And I am really excited to be speaking with Sabrina today. Um, Just in general, the Hey Sis, Let's Chat series brings on dynamic, talented, and um, spiritual Black women to talk about themselves, their journeys, what they're passionate about, um, and just express themselves as they are. And I have Serena here today if you want to introduce yourself and we'll get started. Hey everyone. So my name is Sabrina Maseko. Um, I'm from the UK. I'm from London. Um, can I say about myself? I'm a, a mother. I'm a lover of love. Um, I'm a psychotherapist. That's what I do for a living. Um, and I'm just a real kind of like spiritual butterfly. So um, in terms of my work with um, therapy and everything, I work mostly but not solely with women um, in therapy, just helping them to grow past their limiting beliefs and move towards their best self. So, um, I'll, yeah, also, I also facilitate um, a therapeutic support group for Black women globally, which I absolutely love. Um, this, psychotherapy is, is a purpose for me. It's like a calling. So um, to be able to serve Black women, it really feels like I'm doing something like super important and feels like I'm in my purpose. So um, yeah, that's me. Yes. Thank you for being here. You're um, welcome. <laughs> I just want to ask you like right off the bat, um, because I know you just mentioned that psychotherapy is a calling of yours. How did you realize that that was a calling of yours? Um, moving past just like you know, what we do for work or how we pay our bills. Why are you passionate about it? Oh, okay. So um, I feel like, um, yeah, it's something that it it chose me. Mm. I I feel like psychotherapy chose me. Mm -hmm. And before, when I say I tried to do every other thing that I could do and everything that I did did not work out. So like I had job after job and I would just be feeling like unfulfilled and like I just just didn't feel like I could see my future there. Mm-hmm. Like I knew it was a job, but it didn't feel like I was I was in purpose. Um, so I go from job to job. I was so depressed. Like literally, I had a job once in like um investment bank, and obviously they make very good money there. I wasn't like a banker or anything. I was only in office management, but you know, um, it's a good job, right? You make good money, and like everyone was like, "Oh, you should be so happy," and I was just like, "There's just something not clicking for me." Um, I know. So like, right? So I like, um, work like that, you know? Yeah. Um, when it comes to like answering our callings and following our purpose, sometimes it ain't necessarily always going to have to do with money. And I think that's something that I've realized recently in just trying to figure out what I want to do. So I'm glad that you mentioned that, but I'll let you continue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's not, it's not about the money. Like for this, it's for me, it's, I finally found the thing that just made sense for me. And when I told my friend, actually, that I was going to be studying, she was like, 
oh my god you've been counseling us since we were like 12 and I was like oh my god yes I was like oh it makes sense it makes sense so um but I went through a series of different crazy life events before I actually came to understand that calling um and so uh I think that going through those different life events helped it to become clearer and then when I started doing it when I started studying I was like oh everything makes sense now everything makes sense now yeah and then it started to feel like okay the more that I studied it was like okay this isn't just going to be a job for me like this is something that my whole life I've been preparing for and and now is the time that I can actually do this um so that that's how I came to to understand that but there's a whole backstory that comes with that like like coming to understand that purpose so yeah (laughs) well let's talk about purpose let's let's definitely talk about purpose or identifying purpose um because I know in our chat prior to us recording today we talked a little bit about you know identifying who you are um and yeah I want to get into that because I think sometimes when we Look at people who have gotten to, you know, a place where they have figured themselves out or they have figured out what they're passionate about. Um, It's important for us to also realize that there was a journey. You know, like you said, there was a there's a whole backstory. We all have a backstory. So let's 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 talk about that. So, So, yeah, um, obviously, like I said, I grew up in London um and in my late teens like I'd say like 18 19 I went through some quite traumatic experiences um and on the back of those I then lost a loved one and I've always been a spiritual person don't get it twisted even from when I was a child like when I was about four I remember just looking up at the sky and be like god like where are you like I used to write prayers in my book like yeah. dear god I love you yeah as a child like four years old just like looking for god and <laughs> be like god I love you please take care of us and all of this kind of thing so I was always kind of spiritual but I think that that traumatic experience and also losing a loved one it it made made me go into this like spiritual journey trying to look for god right so then I started to go to church because you know they say god is at church right so I thought okay cool I'll start going to church so um at first it was okay it was good it was like I'm for me like I said in my intro like I'm a spiritual butterfly so like you can't really box me in I used to be in church with my like I'd always take my shoes off and I'd be known as like you know the girl that never has shoes on because I just thought you know we're supposed to be in holy ground right so like we're trying to connect and stuff so yeah I was always that girl and um I guess in a way I kind of stood out but um I just knew that like I was there just to find God but I think in certain environments um and it sometimes it's not even the environment sometimes it's you in that environment right it doesn't work for you specifically exactly you know so it's like and the reason why is because you're not actually supposed to be there Mm -hmm. um or it could be that you're meant to be there for a time but not forever so don't, like don't plant yourself here because it's not that so I was there for quite a few years and um I really felt like um during that time I just went through like horrible bouts of depression I was just in and out of it and I did get married and just tried to like you know accept this is my life now I'm in church I'm trying to do the right thing because I think for me at that time I was trying to 
you know, when you go through traumatic experience, you're trying to make sense of them. And so I was trying to make sense of that. And I was trying to be like, okay, if I'm just really good, then maybe like I can write some of the wrongs that have happened. So I'm just trying to gain favor in God's sight, right? I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to do the right thing. But I was heavily, heavily depressed, like majorly. And even sometimes on when Sunday will come around, I'll just cry. I'll just be like, I, I don't know if I can go this week. Like, I don't know if I like it anymore. <laughs> but um, like I kind of had, I was like in the ministry at that point. So it's like, you know, I had like um, uh, responsibilities to fulfill. And like, it's almost like I just felt like I was slipping. And um, I felt like all eyes were on me. It's like quite a big church. I feel like, oh my God, they're all going to know. Like, I just really don't feel like I'm like... I just I just feel disconnected I feel disconnected from God here and because I would never say anything bad about that church because you know who it's good for it's good for right mm-hmm. but the people who it's not good for it's not good for them and I was one of the ones that it wasn't good for me um and for my mental health and um so yeah I just spent quite a few years just um up and down with the depression and just trying to figure out myself and like I said in and out of different jobs I used to cry on the way to work I used to ring my mom and be like I can't do it and the thing is I don't even think it was just church it was the church it was being unhappy it was the job all of these things like something's just not clicking everything just felt like it just wasn't right I just didn't feel like I was planted in the right place. Um, And so everything that I I touched was falling to pieces. And this went on for years, like just trying to be, trying to do, trying to find me, trying to be whole, trying to, trying to, trying to, but nothing was working. And I guess from the outside to people, because, you know, I was married and we was like a cute married couple, you know, you know, when couples look cute, they look good together. So we look really great together. But for me, like I knew that I wasn't like, like just emotionally, spiritually, mentally, like where I wanted to be. Um, Obviously, there'll be moments of it where I was fine, but like for the whole, for the most part, I just didn't feel like I was where I needed to be and I didn't feel like I was in purpose um and so it took years like that going round and round in that circle just trying to get like just trying to get out of it and when I had my son and my marriage like did fall apart that's when things started really hitting home for me because it was like okay I was then kind of grieving like the years that I'd kind of lost and I was grieving like this um like myself like who am I who am I now and I, I started trying to figure out who I was because now I'm like separated, getting divorced and everything. So now I'm like a like a single mother now. Right. So I'm like, OK, who am I? Like, who am I? I've been a square pig in a round hole for how many years? So I took time just trying to figure out, Sabrina, like, who are you? Yes. So there was that shift. Like, how yeah. did you how did you like what was the change for you? You know, like, what did you do during that time when you were, you know, trying to figure out who you were? Everything. I So <laughs> during that time, so to bring it, the story back around, okay, so after, like, the marriage had broken down, I was, like, now a single parent, that's when I started going to school mm-hmm. um, for therapy. And if anyone, like, has ever, like, if you know anyone that's ever been to school for psychotherapy, it's not just 
like a normal regular school program it is it will tear your whole life apart <laughs> because you've got to do therapy as well you've got to see a therapist so I sat on the therapist couch for like two years uh, crying yeah. my eyes out just like oh my god like what have I done I've ruined my whole life like I literally felt like it was over for me at that time so that was two years that I spent in therapy just trying to figure it all out oh trying to can I just interject really quick okay <laughs> um because I am in school for social work right now. I'm getting okay. back. And yeah. I and I, you know, like just in the texts I've read, like um, that it's healthy for therapists to also seek therapy. Now okay. I didn't know that, like you just said, it could tear your life apart. But I'm already knowing that I'm gonna <laughs> have to go to therapy. <laughs> I need a therapist, girl. So I'm gonna have to talk to you about that. But <laughs> do you know what it's such it's a good thing like no because you I feel like in order to go and serve the people you've got to face yourself right and that makes a lot of sense it yeah. does yeah, yeah yeah like you wouldn't want to be seeing a therapist that hasn't seen a therapist and I even have a therapist now like I have mm-hmm. I don't see him all the time but when I need a tune-up I'll be putting him like on the line like listen I need to come and see you just figure this thing out because <laughs> healthy to put this stuff somewhere we can't just be walking around with all of this stuff in us and for me at that time I was just carrying all of the I was carrying that trauma from the past I was carrying my um failed marriage I was carrying the fact that now I have to figure out life as a single parent I was figuring out the fact that you know like um you know I'd lost a loved one you know that was a very traumatic experience as well and then all the other traumas I think it was just crazy and I had just been walking around in my 20s with that. And that, I think, was what made me feel very disconnected. And, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to really truly be myself because all of this pain, all of this not understanding myself, all of this trying to be, trying to be, trying to be. And so now on this couch, I was able to kind of figure that all out and um, or try to. Some some sessions in therapy, I literally would walk in crying. I would leave crying. That's how deep it was. Like, I don't even, God bless my therapist at that time, you know, because I don't know how she was even dealing with me. <laughs> it was actually crazy. God bless her. But yeah, like, so that was something that was pivotal for me. Also, just like, um, like, I remember that first night that I kind of went out because when I was in church, I was it was a very kind of like strict church. It was like, you know, more like, you know, you don't go to you're not really supposed to go to like clubs and stuff like that. You're not supposed to really go out. And that was something I really done a lot of before I was in the church. So it was like starting to go back out again. Like, oh, OK, yeah. Like um, I'd missed on a, out on like years of like there was even songs that I didn't know had like no idea what the music was and all of this kind of thing and it was just trying to acclimatize myself back into being like um being in the world if you want to call it and I was very scared I was very nervous and I was very because again like now I'm like a new me like oh my god like I'm not you know the 19 year old that I was before I went to church now I'm like a you know I'm in my late 20s now and uh now I've got to figure everything out again and it was yeah it was like taking baby steps and just doing things just 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 trying to find trying to do things that I thought I wasn't allowed to do because I thought that God would be angry at me oh yes right so I don't know freeing the way that you just put it yeah 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 because I spent so many so much time thinking oh god if I do that then you know God will be angry or God will be upset and all of this and I really I really carried that around a lot so just doing things like yeah do it and God will be fine just like he was fine before 
like no one was as wild as you were like when you were 19, 18, 19. So you're okay, you're fine. And just realizing that God wasn't this like angry entity in the sky, but that God was like, um, like, what do you want to do? Oh, you want to go and have fun? Okay, have fun, enjoy yourself. Like, you know, and so like, just knowing that, like, um, and just doing those experiences, I think that really helped me to kind of bring me back to myself as well. So, yeah. Yes. And I think that, you know, listening to you say that God isn't just this, you know, angry deity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. person (laughs) who like, you know, frowns upon us and our decisions um, is a really important reflection because Mm -hmm. then you allow yourself to experience life and grow into yourself in in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, we, we deserve to have fun you know we deserve to experience life to to its fullest and if we're always judging ourselves um in the name of God then we would miss out on a lot (laughs) a hundred percent and I think that um within like religious organizations they um and this is not to like shit on anyone's religion, right? But this is just to say, it's a known fact, right? That in religious organizations, there is like rules and laws and things that you have to kind of like follow. And I think that when I was a child writing in those books, you know, dear God, or looking into the sky saying, God, where are you? Or just having this connection to God out, like he was just everywhere for me. That for me was like the purest kind of connection I could have ever had to God. And for me, that is the true, my true connection to God, where it's not like, oh, it has to be like this, or you've got to do that, or you've got to pray this many times, or you've got to carry this many crystals, or you've got to do this, whatever, whatever, whatever. For me, it's just like, okay, uh, connect to God how you feel to connect to God. Yes. Don't give anyone else that power to tell you like, oh, this is how you have to do it, right? Because then there's this like societal pressure to do things um you know according to those rules and those regulations when at the end of the day I feel like we all have to formulate our own personal relationship yeah or with spirit or whatever it is that we believe in um and I think a, a common theme or thread that I've been hearing you speak to is that you have to formulate your own relationship with God like you have to figure out what it was outside of just an organization or outside of a structure. But the truth is you already had that figured out as a kid. And a lot of us do. (laughs) It's been (laughs) already just in this um, series. You aren't the only person who's said that. Like I've always been spiritual, you know, I've always had a relationship with God since I was a kid. So I'm keeping, I keep hearing that being reiterated. So that must be a message that somebody needs to hear. (laughs) Yes, and it's a message we need to keep reminding ourselves of that it's yeah. been in you since you were born, right? Mm-hmm. That it's 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 in there, but I think we we re- we replace it with other voices mm-hmm. and, and other um uh like the rules and the laws and oh this person said or this is how that person does it. No, it's always been in you, and I know that is something that's always been with me from from the beginning. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Spirit is always with us. God is always with us. And I, I think that that's something that, um, has been really important for me on my own journey learning, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. 
regardless of how people dis- describe God or how they, um, I don't know, because I feel like there's a, a personification, if that's the word, mm-hmm. of of God. And sometimes that varies across culture and mm-hmm. like societal norms. So at mm-hmm. the end of the day, we really do have to figure out what God is to us, because exactly. at any point, it could be something different to somebody else. So true. So, so true. And I think that, um, I guess on the back of that, for me personally, I have like specific principles that guide my relationship with God. But mm. that's for me. Like, you know how all of our fingerprints are different, right? Every single human being has different fingerprints. That's how unique your relationship with God and how personal it is. It's so unique to you, right? So for me, it's like, I have my own principles. My relationship with God should always ultimately lead me back to love. And that is whether it's um, loving others, loving myself, showing hope, showing goodness. That for me reminds me that, okay, I'm in relationship with God, right? And then um, also my relationship with God like connects me to my intuition, my inner voice. Um, so I know I'm going down the right path you know those other years where I was trying and trying trying the thing that was really missing those times is that that peace that comes when you when you get you know you know when like you you listen to that inner voice and you hit you got that gut feeling or that that um, intuition is speaking and you listen to it and there's a peace I didn't have that that whole time and that really made me feel disconnected because I was like where am I going what am I doing what's happening I, I I it's like I can't hear God right because I was listening to other things and other people and how they thought and what they think and whatever but going back to my intuition that reminds me I'm in relationship with God in that moment and then also for me as well it's um knowing that that relationship with God I should always feel like I'm really being drawn to my true authentic self so yeah like and that so that means I can express myself how I need to and I can show up as unique as my finger fingerprint like um so those things always remind me that okay I'm in relationship with God and that can manifest itself in so many different different ways throughout different points in my life yes and that's kind of getting into the importance of Mm -hmm. authenticity you know Mm -hmm. people talk about being real quote-unquote I'm air quoting right now all the time. <laughs> um, I yeah, I want to talk a little bit about that. So how in this story of us hearing about Sabrina mm-hmm. finding herself, how did you know that you were honoring yourself? You know mm-hmm. that you were showing up authentically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess in a way. Um, first and foremost it was that feeling Mm. it was like when you're a square peg in a round hole you're uncomfortable all the time you feel boxed in you feel caged in and you feel like you can't even speak because you don't know if what you're gonna say is gonna be accepted or received or whatever so you always editing yourself all the time And I think that when I started to remove all of those things and started to really show up as myself, it was like, okay, yeah, okay, this is me. I can be true to my values. I don't have to hide my personality or deny myself from living in my truth um, when it comes to my purpose or my sexuality or whatever. Because when I'm not living authentically me, it caused me so much pain, not only um, emotional, spiritual pain, physical pain as well. Right. So it's like it's almost like you're a shell 
And so for me, just learning how to be authentic, doing things that, you know, um, because I think it's when we say about like learning to be authentic, it's, it's a process. It really is. And it's a process of trial and error, trying things does this fit for me and then seeing how you feel when you're doing it is this does this is this yes for me or is this no for me like is this who I am does this speak to what I believe in do I feel like I'm being the truest form of myself in this moment do I feel good here is there a full yes in what I'm doing right now right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so I think it involves I guess the good part is that it involves a lot of exploration Yes. And I think that's where the magic and yes. where the fun and everything else comes in. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. experimenting, trying to figure things out, doing stuff, adventure, even like that whole thing of being childlike as well. Like, you know, play, mm-hmm. you know, enjoyment. And um, yeah. And I think those things all kind of lead back to, you know, living authentically and really just being unapologetic Um, and I'm a Gemini as well so I have had to come to accept that I have many different expressions of me and they're all genuinely me but those expressions show up at different points in my life and I've learned to embrace each and every one of them and just enjoy them with as much pleasure as possible yes that is that is one of the gifts I feel like comes with being a Gemini is y'all in order for y'all to be comfortable and in y'all authentic selves y'all have to understand that you you're multifaceted you're multi-dimensional and you you should express yourself however you see fit the rest of us we be trying to throw ourselves into one box and then that's what makes us unhappy or we figure out like okay this is you know, we think we're only good at one thing or we can only yeah. go one path or one lane when we should really um, allow ourselves to, I feel like you, like you said, explore, be curious, you know, yeah. one of yeah. the things that liberated me when I was younger was that I had to like think outside of the box because I was also really depressed and not knowing myself. Yeah. And I had to not only like try things and study myself and figure out why I felt the way that I feel. But on top of that, I had to introduce new energies into my life. You know, like I found manifestation and that was something that I got really nerdy about the law of attraction, the law of assumption. And that, you know, regardless of if people believe in the law of attraction or whatever, like that Mm -hmm. shifted my energy enough to make me think about my thought patterns, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was little things that once I began to study and try new things and go outside of, okay, religion or outside of what was set forth for me, especially coming from a very black, a very Christian family. Yeah. I began to open my mind and it affected yeah. my mood. It affected the decisions I made, you know, as yeah. far as just career, life, school, everything. Yeah. I love that. Do you know, I can really relate to that because there was a time when um, I was under like a, a heavy like bout of depression. And um, this was on like the back of like, you know, everything else that had happened. And um, this is, in my, I guess, during my exploration phase. And um I actually went to this meeting and um, it was like a like an online thing and it actually turned out to be like a divination and I was like 
what the hell because obviously you know if you grow growing up in church if you've been in church you're like no divination there's like scriptures about that in Leviticus or wherever I don't know don't quote me but I was like oh my goodness like what the hell like how did I end up here and I just felt like spirit was just like to me do you know what like just <laughs> receive what, whatever's going on like just right. it's okay. and so I stayed and I went through the whole divination process and when I tell you that day that depression that was on me broke off of me that very day that very moment like I got a very strong message that there was like an ancestor there with me that nobody said anything to me it's that I knew from the process of the divination that I was that that an ancestor was there present in that moment and I was like oh my goodness like so I've been missing out on all of this this whole time like I was always fed and told it's bad it's wrong it's whatever but that was a spiritual experience for me right like and it, it broke that thing off of me I, I was able to see very very clearly like I had had so much pain in my body before all the pain was gone and I had a confirmation that I wasn't alone so I was like no this thing is crazy <laughs> this is crazy I was like I love it I love it you know but if I would have been like holding myself back with like the thoughts of you know um you know would the church be okay with this or you know is God going to be angry at me um or will my fa- what will my family think all of this kind of thing and just being like you know what I'm not any of those people I'm me and I I'm here right now in this moment for a reason yeah. right and I don't have to prove anything to anyone I don't have to be anything for anyone don't need to it's not about them it's about what I need in this moment and right. I needed that and it worked <laughs> yes because I'm hearing that I'm hearing that like that experience opened you up in a way and you were there in that moment even though you might have been like what the hell like how did I get you know how did I get here um it was what you needed in the moment and I I can definitely agree I've had many experiences like that Mm-hmm. especially at like being in my role as a tarot reader and doing mm-hmm. it even though yep. you know everybody in my family is still very super Christian you know it's right. like if I had closed myself off and been like oh my god what would they think or oh my god you know it's mm-hmm. I had to be confident in my own beliefs and trust mm-hmm. my own experiences mm-hmm. and that's it that's it that's it and this is that's the whole thing of living authentically though right because you're showing Mm -hmm. up as yourself and I think when you do that there's no question there's no confusion there's no there's no inner turmoil there's just peace with it like you are what you are supposed to do with peace and and that's where the good life is I agree you know I feel like sometimes and I realized this very 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 early in my spiritual journey that sometimes when we're unhappy with ourselves it's because we're so concerned with worrying about what other people would think yeah yeah Yeah. trying to uphold expectations for everybody else but I think in practicing living authentically you have to consider what is it that you want you know what are your standards what are your expectations for yourself yeah that's where that's where the magic is that's how I figured out what what it even meant to be happy because before then I had this huge problem with comparing myself to other people um Mm -hmm. and always considering what other people would think or what they would have to say much so to the point that I wouldn't act on anything that I cared about act on anything that I was passionate about and it had me feeling stuck and in the moment you know it took me to reflect to realize yeah. like that's what it was but yeah. in the moment you know I 
I couldn't see clearly that that's what it was. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. looking at it's, everything outside of myself. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to notice it in the moment, but it's in that moment of reflection when you're like, do you know what? I'm genuinely unhappy. And because you can never be happy if you're living for other people mm-hmm. and trying to live to their expectation. You can never, ever truly find happiness mm-hmm. that way. I don't care what anyone says like it will make you sick it will make you tired it will plant you in the wrong places and then you're not bearing any fruit because you're not planted in the right place yeah like you know what like what authentically feels good and right for me because when you find that thing that's when you start to flourish I agree I definitely agree Mm -hmm. now I just have to sit with that for a second (laughs) I'm even just sitting here like, hmm, yeah, it's flourishing. Yeah, it's so true though. It is, it's, it's, it's true. It's because like you said, you can't, you can't bear fruit planted in the wrong places. <laughs> like the environment is so important. And I think that just, that hit for me right now mm-hmm. moment, especially with what I got going on in mm-hmm. my life right now and the changes that I'm trying to make. So I needed to hear that. <laughs> Okay, um, I just want to allow everyone listening to this um, to find you or to interact with you, support you. So where, as far as social media or anything that you're working on, yeah. can people connect with you? Yeah, so um, you can find me on IG. So it's sabrinamasego.therapy. Um, or you can find me um, at www.best-therapy.co.uk. Um, I also run sessions um, on a Tuesday evening uh, for Black women, and it's free sessions. It's like a therapeutic support group for Black women, um, and it's called Safe Spaces for, for Black Women. Um, so you can find them on IG. And, uh, yeah, follow them. And uh, come and join me for a session. It's amazing. Very warm, loving, non-judgmental, accepting group. Very, very beautiful. And we're just learning and growing together and just developing ourselves. Um, so, yeah. Oh, and learning to live authentically as well. So, yeah, if you want to yeah. learn more about that, you can definitely um, definitely stop by and see us. Absolutely. And I will have links for you all and um, just more information about Sabrina and safe spaces for Black women. So we can really get in these spaces, you know, we talk about needing the spaces and I love um, what you do and um, especially you targeting and working with Black women. That makes me so happy. So we can support you, sis. I'm a girl, I'm going to get up in one of them groups too. (laughs) Because you know, very welcome. (laughs) I have a goal for this year of not only like seeking therapy, but just I'm going through a lot of change right now, and I want to make sure that I'm supporting myself um, and doing what I can do to make sure I'm tending to my mental health and my spiritual health. So I am going to take advantage of that as well. And also, it's free. It's free. That's the that's the. Oh, right so like there's not even any excuse not to come like just come 
there's nothing holding you back just come mm-hmm. okay I just want to say thank you and thank you again um I had a really good conversation with you thank you so much for having me it's been an amazing conversation very enlightening and um yeah i wish you all the best with your podcast thank you so much that's so sweet hey if you've reached this point you have successfully finished an episode of the sacred identity podcast and i just want to say thank you so much i appreciate the hell out of (laughs) y'all If you are looking for ways to support me, make sure first and foremost that you are following me on social media. I am at the sacred identity on Instagram and I am at sacred identity underscore on Twitter. I would love to have y'all there if y'all aren't there already. If you are looking for ways to donate, um, support this podcast monetarily, visit my website at thesacredidentity.com and you'll find a really big donate button. You can click that. Um, or you can visit the podcast page and click the donate button there i appreciate you all share 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 this tell your folks about me tell your sibs about me let everybody know (laughs) katora has a podcast over on the sacred identity and yes ashe i am so grateful for you all thanks for tuning in and stay tuned for more